0: Welcome to the newly cleansed and refreshed In The Game podcast, where we invite you to transform your dreams into reality. Every week, we aim to touch, move, and inspire you to new possibilities for your life. My name is Sarah Maxwell, and is it really time for me to now intro my own show? Heck no! Bring in the Aussie talent to get it done. With their groundbreaking first season as The Nat and Sarah Show, the foundation has been laid for a life of manifesting your dreams. Join us as we delve into the nuts and bolts of what it really takes to bring those dream boards into reality. It's time to dust off your dreams and get back in the game of life. Are you a member of the community? Head to Facebook and search In The Game Podcast to download your three-step journal to begin the workshop-style teachings and gain exclusive access to your hosts and featured guests. Get ready to take action on your possibility. Today is a unique conversation with the iconic, the magical, the infamous Santa Claus. I have to admit, I never thought I'd be saying that I'm interviewing Santa Claus, but I'm pretty excited. And creating magic for children for the past 34 years as a professional Santa. This man has been employed by the iconic Maya brand in Australia for 30 years to tote his white beard and his nurturing spirit upon all the children who grace his lap. But who is the man behind the suit or underneath the suit? Rod Hyatt, at age 74, has been a passionate philanthropist for more than 10 years after he finished teaching English and became the chairman of Habitat for Humanity. He is committed to addressing the plight of people who do not sleep securely at night. He has gone on to continue his work in a more focused way under the banner of Hope Rebuilders, and I cannot wait to hear more about the ongoing work he is doing, especially during this past COVID year. So are you ready for this, Santa?
1: Ho, ho, ho! (laughs) Yeah, I'm ready.
0: And if you're not watching, if you're just listening to this, it's worth getting on YouTube and getting a vision of an Aussie Santa. And so Aussie Santa is all the things that you expect. He even has red glasses, but he's wearing a t-shirt. So we'll call you Santa for the first um, bit of the questions. And then I have some other questions about the man that wears the boardies. Okay. So so I'll call you Santa at the beginning, if you're okay with that. Yep. Okay.
1: Everybody does call me Santa.
0: (laughs) Okay. So I guess I want to know... What had you decide to become, do you call yourself Santa's helper or do you go under the premise of being Santa? Because my five-year-old met you yesterday and she said, Mom, is it for real life or is he a helper? So what do you say to
1: this Santa? Are you the helper or what? I I always tell people, yeah, I am am the Santa. Um, And the ones that don't quite believe in Santa like they're on the sort of nine, ten-year-old and they're not wanting to believe in Santa anymore, I say, come here, you don't believe in Santa, there. And they say, no, you're a fake or whatever. And I say, I don't believe in Santa either. And they're shocked. I said, but you can be a Santa just like me. It's all about finding someone that you can do something for and making them happy secretly if you can.
0: Mm, I like that.
1: And I tell her, kids, that's your challenge for the next year. Go away. Find something you can do for somebody in your neighbourhood and you can be their Santa. Wow. And, and that's, just, that's, that's why I do what I do as well.
0: Look, I know there's some people that have a white beard and yeah. they don't decide every Christmas to be booked out. Like having this conversation <laughs> with you, um, try to get into Santa's diary. It's not easy, so you've, you're very you're very busy, Santa. Um, just remaining in character, though, for, for a sec. Tell me about some of the. Tell me the most special moment that you can remember with a child that has come in to visit you, and then we'll go into maybe a more challenging situation. So maybe let's start with a special
1: moment. The special moment, yeah, uh, just recently, yesterday, as a matter of fact. Before before you guys came in, I had uh, Tina and her two kids, mm. and uh, Amaya, the youngest one. Um, it's the first time she's ever just crawled up on my lap, and sort of accepted the fact that I was Santa Claus, and she just crawled up there and she stayed sitting there for I don't know how long, and uh, yeah, that was that was rather special to me because of who they are as well. Okay. Uh, yeah. Wait, I
0: have, before you go on to challenge then, I have to ask yeah. you. So our friends are the ones who introduced us to you and um, you you know them. Like you went to university with, with the mother, Tina. So yeah. Yeah. Um, what is it, how do the kids see you? Because they know you out of costume too. So explain yeah. the dynamic of Zara, the five-year-old, and, and what does she see when she sees you?
1: She always calls me Santa Rod. She always has called me Santa Rod, and um, and yeah, it's it's uh, a a very special relationship. And Amaya, when she came and sat on my lap yesterday, it was just as if that was a continuation of there as well. It was just yeah, it was just a a very special thing.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: Like I say, they've always called me Santa Rod, and they've always sort of. been very respectful. Yeah.
0: And what is it like if you had to coin what the message is for you around who Santa is for kids and what it means? What would you say?
1: It's it's about um, it's a transition for me. Uh, that might sound a bit strange. It's a transition from uh, sometimes uh, there are things that happen at school mm-hmm. or with their friends that may not be all that happy Uh, there might be things happening at home that are not all that happy but Santa can bring that happiness to transition from one to the other Uh, it's about yeah uh, just a momentary being happy being joyful um bringing some hope Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah are
0: you ever not happy Santa and ever not joyful and do you ever get tired
1: I get tired Yeah, I do get tired. As You might have seen that yesterday. I was a bit tired. I called you Sharon instead of Sarah. It's okay. (laughs) Uh,
0: We had only um, brought you your coffee. He did request coffee, so he had only just, maybe it hadn't hit the system yet.
1: Yeah. Um, But happy happy is what I choose to be Mm. every day. Um, I'm always happy. Mm. There's never any reason for me. Not to be happy. I've lasted 74 years on this earth when I was only supposed to last six. Yeah, wow. Yeah.
0: And what do you mean, only supposed to last six? I had polio. Yeah, right. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: back in 1952, it was a pandemic. So pandemics, pandemics don't frighten me at all. <laughs> this last year has been fun.
0: So what? Oh, yeah, that's a good question, actually, about the pandemic because yesterday we couldn't... <laughs> this is a, There's more irony to this question now than ever. Um, yeah. uh, uh, sitting on your lap, they have, like, certain things that they're doing now to mitigate yeah. that. How does that feel as Santa? How do you deal with it? Mm-hmm. Are you a rule breaker or what?
1: Um, I am a rule breaker sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, with, with special people, like like tina and her family oh
0: i know that's Uh, family it's different
1: yeah it's family so that's different um i have some regulars that come every year to see me and they were the one one particular family started way back and said hey we don't believe in this why should you (laughs) they sat on my lap anyway (laughs) Uh, and yeah it's um yeah so i am a rule breaker in that respect But I do also respect that some people uh, want to stay distant. That's okay. Um, We've only had one family come in with masks on. And they said, where's your mask, Santa? Hmm. And I put my hand up over my face. (laughs) That's as as much of a mask as you're going to get from me.
0: (laughs) You should have said, have you seen my beard? Um.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's, thank you for sharing that, because um, that's right, I, I hadn't thought about it, and just for people listening, um, many different parts of the world, we're also in Queensland, and we've had quite a unique experience here, I think we all feel very blessed about the whole situation as well, so just to keep that in mind, my mom lives in Canada, and whenever wow. she hears stories about us in Queensland, she, she can't believe it, so mom? This is another part of that where people don't wear as many masks and things like that. So,
1: yes.
0: My last Santa inquiry is as a Canadian, you are Santa in Australia. So,
1: yeah.
0: how do you deal with the heat?
1: Um yeah, in the in the Santa room of course, uh, I've got air conditioning and I've got a big Dyson fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's and um but when i'm not in the santa room and i'm out about i i wear a t-shirt or a rashy like i got on right now and Should we tell them,
0: sh- hold on let's tell them what a rashie is okay uh, 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 for all of you yeah. that don't live on the beaches this is like a tight shirt to protect you from the sun often but like do you have a red rashy or just yes
1: your- yes red rashy red board shorts red crocs uh and a hat that's a little bit shorter than this one it's like a surf life-saving hat with a pom-pom <laughs> i was wearing that last saturday yeah okay yeah. so yeah. here's our
0: here's our little transition into the man underneath do you ever want to shave your beard cut your hair he's he's getting undressed sort of right now okay <laughs> that's all the more reason to get onto youtube um do you yeah do you ever want to um, cut your hair short, do something with the, mus- the mustache, the beard, any of that rod?
1: Not really um, I do get it cut short after boxing day or when we when we go off to Thailand I get it cut short. Um, I, I get the hair cut a little bit shorter. Uh, my wife is hearing you can hear her in the background she wants it shorter she likes it short.
0: So Mrs. Claus is out the back,
1: and she yeah.
0: um, can't hear what we're saying, but she has her two cents worth. That's good. She's probably the boss, yeah. right, Rod? Uh,
1: sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. You can't yeah, hear. yeah. Um, yeah, she likes my hair short. Okay. Uh, so that happens when we go to Thailand, and it's too hot anyway. So I do get it, but I don't. I never the beard never comes off. I've had this beard since 1973. Since I left the since I left the Air Force, I gave up shaving. I threw my razor blade away the day I left the Air Force. I used to have to shave twice a day. For me, so
0: is that symbolic, Rod, about your your past and and not wanting to follow all those rules?
1: Yep, very much so.
0: Yeah. And now your wife still wants to tell you. What do you say, Rod? Is it just like back in the day? You just no. throw it out.
1: Yep, it it's gone. <laughs>
0: how how long have you been together you and your wife
1: 52 years we've been oh actually 54 years we've been married 52 of them Uh,
0: amazing amazing okay there's so many things we could talk about however i do think my curiosity is really about did you choose santa as a way of nurturing and bringing joy or did santa choose you
1: that's a good question um I, I, had, yeah, I had melanomas on the back of my neck,
0: hmm.
1: and they shaved me completely from head to toe. Uh I had no hair on my body at uh, all oh, when they did the operation on the back of my neck. Um, and then after the operation, my hair grew out white. Wow. My beard, my beard grew out white, and I was only, I wasn't even thirty something then. Uh and I thought, yeah, it wasn't as white as it is now. It got white and white over the years. Uh by the time I was 40, people were saying, Hey, you look like Santa. Wow. Why aren't you why aren't you Santa? And then um one of the department stores were looking for Santa on Christmas and I thought, yeah, that's a good thing to do. And so I started doing Santa. At, an, uh, at at not not at Meyer then, at the other one, <laughs> David Jones. We Jern.
0: don't. I was going to say we don't say the name. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Just
0: kidding. But okay, that's amazing story. So, were you? Would you say you're particularly festive growing up? Was Christmas one of those special holidays for you, or not particularly?
1: Um, yeah, it always was. My my grandfather was a Santa Claus. Oh. I discovered him dressing up as Santa Claus for our Sunday school one year. And I thought, wow, my grandfather is Santa Claus. I'm going to keep his secret. And I told him later, I said, I know, and I'm keeping the secret. And he said to me, one day you will be a Santa.
0: Oh, that's really beautiful.
1: Uh, So that happened.
0: That happened? Uh, Yeah. What do you think about being almost because we're talking to Rod now, the, the holder of, of a, one of the most magically kept secrets?
1: Yeah, um, yeah I feel very privileged, very uh, blessed. I've been very blessed all my life. I've, mm-hmm. you know, I've lived longer than I expected. I've got a good family. Um, I've got three beautiful kids, mm-hmm. six absolutely beautiful granddaughters, four great-granddaughters and two great-grandsons. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's amazing because my yeah. daughter's grandfather is older than you and so you've got great-greats. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Rod, um, tell me about Habitat for Humanity and why... Do you focus particularly in this area? What has really gotten to you and you wanting to make a difference for people who are not sleeping securely at night?
1: Well, um, I was looking for something to do um, just when I retired, um, around about 2008. Um, I had a knee operation and I didn't want to go back to teaching. I just wanted something different to do and... Uh, I came across Habitat for Humanity back then, and they were calling for volunteers to go to Vietnam and a few other places. Hmm. And I'd been to Vietnam once before, Um, this was a chance to go back and give back, um, do something. Because the time I was there before was rather unfortunate. I was there at government expense in in 1970. So you were in the Uh,
0: Vietnam War is what you're saying?
1: um yeah for 27 days i was in vietnam i'm not a vet i can't be a vet because i was there less than 30 days no way yeah true
0: okay whoa hold on we gotta make we gotta get something from this so you went there you know on behalf of australia and theory on the government like you said yeah. and then you return there and start helping the people what is that yeah. feel like what's that dynamic like inside of you
1: um when I was there the first time, I saw a lot of things I didn't like.
0: Mm.
1: But I saw a lot of people that I did like. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, the, the, the world was going through a, a silly phase. Um, and I thought if ever I can get back here and do something about their housing for a start, um, you know, tidy the place up a little bit. <laughs> I want to do that. Um, I'm not exactly OCD, but I like to see things tidy. <laughs> Vietnam is definitely anti OCD. If you want to cure, if you want to cure OCD, people take them to Vietnam.
0: <laughs> I'm just laughing because in Cambodia, my OCD was really challenged.
1: Yep, <laughs> it would be. Mm-hmm. if Mine was too. Uh, yeah, all that. We, lo- we now, Pauline and I both love going to mm. Singapore, Malaysia, Cambodia, mm. uh, Thailand, Vietnam. They're our favourite countries. That's yeah. where we go.
0: And is that because yeah. of the people?
1: Yeah, it's the people. Um, they, they just are really um, happy, mm. happy people. And uh, you know, Thailand especially is the land of smiles. Mm. Um, and uh, Vietnam, we found the kids were happy with almost nothing. Mm. And, yeah, we bought them toys, but they weren't happy with the toys we bought them, they were happy with the toys they made.
0: Yeah. Mm. I know, right? Especially at this time of year when yeah. the kids want want so much. It's yeah so interesting to try to say it without them really experiencing it. And sometimes yeah. I tell my daughter about being in Nepal and the kids who can't study past sunlight hours because there's no electricity when you go up the mountains. Yeah. Um, and she looked at me, and she just started laughing the first time, actually. And she said, not for real, Mom. And I said, mm-hmm. oh, no, for real. And, for and real. it was really interesting. She just stared at me like, like she was trying to get it, you know, trying yeah. to let me go in. And and that's just a little bit yeah. of yeah. Like, experienced and stuff and what you bring back to all of us because you know you literally are at the forefront of every kid really at this time
1: yeah Yeah, I'm amazed when kids come in and ask for ps5s you know what a ps5 is yeah playstation playstation 5 Mm. my favorite elf sony makes those um yeah and um (laughs) I spoke with a, a Vietnamese family recently who are now living here they said back in their country PS5 means you're pretty silly five times over <laughs>
0: okay let's I hope I wish it meant that here
1: yeah and you know kids are spoiled here in this country yeah okay yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. but no. still we, we 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 like to bring a bit of joy and happiness by without exactly promise them what we're going to bring them but yeah we make up little stories and about, apple, about apples, apples,
0: apples, apples. So Rod, um, when, so tell me a little bit about, you know, working in these countries and then you come home to Queensland and, you know, become the chairman of Habitat for Humanity in Queensland. So what kind of work is Habitat doing in Queensland? Like what, what does it look like?
1: Well, at the moment uh, they're not doing a whole lot because we've actually left Habitat. Mm-hmm. We segued, um, when Habitat announced back 2013-14 mm, that they were only going to be raising money in Australia and not doing any more projects as such, mm-hmm. we said, hey, that's not what we're about. We've we got people here that need help. There are people in housing situations in Australia that need help. There are disabled people. There are needy people. There are homeless people, mm. right? Um, yeah, you can get more bang for your buck, as they call it, by raising money here and building houses in Vietnam or Thailand or wherever, uh, but that doesn't help our people here. So that's why we started Hope Rebuilders. Uh, so, and Hope so, Rebuild-
0: yeah, no, tell me about Hope Rebuilders first. I'll go for it. Uh,
1: Hope Rebuilders, um, it's the same, it's built on the same premise as Habitat for Humanity. It's just... It fits Australian law and Australian conditions better. If you're trying to marry an American corporation with their ways of operating and their laws and rules, try to fit that into an Australian situation, Australians don't work that way. It just doesn't. It didn't didn't happen for us that way. We, We just didn't get the wheels rolling as we wanted to. So that's why we started Hope Rebuilders. And the Hope Rebuilders is, as I say, it's the same same basic deal where people uh, can apply for a home um, and it's a no no interest deal. Right. If you take the profit and the interest out of out of housing, it becomes very affordable. Yes. And we're we've in the throes right now of we're in the planning stages of a five story apartment block at Mount Krabat. Here in Bristol. oh wow! Which will be twenty something apartments, and they will be they will be designed for disabled people, um, and they'll be in the basement. There'll be a men's shed or maker space, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow! Keep people occupied. Yeah,
0: that's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool to hear, and the tangibility of that must feel really rewarding. Yeah. It does. Um, Tell me a little bit, the minute you talked about, you know, work in Vietnam and then work in Brisbane, where you live, I we brought up this thing that a lot of people say where they're like, well, why go away? Why give money to faraway lands when we need help in our own country? And what I hear from you is this: a sense of balance, you know, yeah. like how you balance yeah. those things. So, so give me your take on that, how you balance those initiatives. And even you're like, generosity like how do you balance that
1: um yeah it's uh, yeah charity begins at home Mm. right i've always believed that but you've also got to look at who's your neighbor right and our neighbors are people in southeast asia who have sometimes more need than us and we can well afford most australians who have got a job? Most Australians who are reasonably well educated can afford to go and help because it's it's not an expensive thing to do in those countries. Um, we can build a house for five to six thousand dollars in other countries. Right? It's maybe not the type of house that we would want to live in, mm-hmm. but it's far better than what they've already got and uh, yeah we built a house in vietnam just there yeah, when was that during the floods here when well, we had the floods here we went we went to vietnam after the floods here and built a house there mm-hmm. um and it was the same size as my lounge dining room is here mm-hmm. nine meters by four meters but it was better than the uh, palm frond shack that they already had four children mum and dad living in a palm frond shack um, the size of your double bed, <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, so it's something that you can afford to do and we took a team of volunteers uh, to do that particular build. We had my business partner, my wife, my business partner's wife, um, two doctors, radiologists from Sydney, a environmental scientist from Darwin and Oh, how many other people? I, yeah, they're all reasonably well-to-do, middle, middle class, and upper, you know, yeah, professions. Yeah. Disposable income. How uh, long and,
0: did that take?
1: Uh, we were there for two weeks to do that. house. Yeah? Wow, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
0: So I have to say, you know, it begs my question. Does Rod ever think about retiring and does Santa ever think about retiring? Uh,
1: Santa Santa will never retire as far as I know. Um, uh, actually, no, that's a little bit strange to say that. Uh, at the end of end of Christmas Day last year, I thought, why do I keep doing this? Uh, <laughs> because it was all over um, and I just wanted to keep it going. So that's why I do, do it every year. I just keep it going uh rod retired retired mm-hmm. um in 2008 but no i do more work now than i ever did uh when i was teaching yeah
0: i get, I get that idea so it does okay how do i say this you're never going to retire will rod slow down
1: hmm. i'm being forced to slow down by yeah. mrs claus no no she she wouldn't do that um no my hands Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got arthritis, and yeah, that I was just at the doctor this morning about that. Oh. Um But uh, good news, I don't have carpal tunnel. <laughs> that's that's what I went to the doctor this morning for. I thought I had carpal tunnel. No, no, your nerves nerves are fine. Terrific. Right.
0: Yeah, that's why it's they big. ache.
1: That's why you just got arthritis. It's an orthopedic thing. Go into the orth- orthopedic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, no it's not gonna it just slows me down a little bit no not much no, still know,
0: in in hearing you I get the sense that the only thing that'll ever slow you down like you said is whether this body can keep yeah. up with the spirit of change that you've got running through you
1: yeah it's mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's the only thing that can slow me down is mm-hmm. my body gives up and that's not going to happen anytime real soon that's right yeah uh,
0: well polio polio couldn't get you. The melanoma couldn't get you. I don't think the arthritis is going to be the thing.
1: So, you know. No, no, that, that's a minor thing. A very minor. It's just it's, yeah.
0: And you and look, I can just, you know, having known you and met you a couple of times, there are many elves around that um would happily do the work, your work. And so <laughs> like you said, Santa never dies. And this conversation has been really magical. Um, I don't know exactly if, if you're listening, if you'd want your kids to listen to this fully, but as the parent, um, I think it's really great that we get this idea of who's that person that is smiling for our kids who, you know, what you did yesterday with Jordan was really beautiful because Mm -hmm. she, she got a bit like hesitant she thinks a lot, and just the way you whisper to the bear—it's um, <laughs> funny, right? Because you just—you yeah. sh- that alone shifted something really quickly, yeah. and um, I thought, "Oh wow, he is good." And now that I know, thirty-four years experience, yeah. good. So, thank you very much for what you did thank for you. my daughter yeah. and for yeah. so many kids.
1: Yeah, and that's that's what I do it for. It's because those kids are going to grow up with a little bit of extra joy, a little bit of extra hope in their lives. Beautiful. And they might grow into to wonderful adult and be a Santa someday.
0: Exactly, like your grandfather said to you. Well, Santa Rod, this has been unique, um, very special and very magical. So thank you very much.
1: He's back. Thank you. Thank you. Ho, ho, ho. Stay happy, stay good.
0: We so appreciate you listening to the show. Don't forget to join the community on Facebook by searching In The Game Podcast. There you can download your three-step journal and participate in our weekly live video chats. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You've got to rate and review the show. And I know all the podcasts are always asking this. And in the past, I wasn't doing it. And the reason I wasn't doing it is because I actually didn't know how to do it. So... Open your podcast player and click on our show from your library, not the Listen Now. That's where I was going wrong in the past. So now that you know how to do it, when you go there, make sure you give us a five-star review. Five stars, five stars, five stars. And then click on Write a Review link to actually write a review so that you can tell other people that we're legit and even funny, maybe a bit serious. So if you want to recommend this to someone, you have to put your fingers on the keys and send us a review.